family life can be both rewarding and frustrating. That is why we are here to strengthen families with quality information and support to meet the many challenges they face. Welcome to In Support of Families. Parents all over the world have been through the same trials that you are facing. Your host, Emma Lou Penrod, is here to help with valuable parenting tips for a happy, orderly home. Today, I'm talking to Ryan Jackson. He is the author of The Success Rebellion, and he has a podcast show with the same title. Ryan, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. How are you doing? You okay? I am doing great, and I've read your website, what you have done, and it's very impressive. So how did you come about starting this Success Rebellion? The Success Rebellion really came about as a result of of my journey. And just to give you some perspective, growing up, uh, I I uh, I grew up in East London, Stratford, um, very much a financially deprived area. So it's just me and my mum. And generally, uh, a lot of my friends, a lot of my peers, they had this, they was brought up in the same sort of circumstances in the sense of, you know, they was just with their mum and that was a norm in our, in our realities. Not until make, much later on in life that I realised that a whole different family dynamic played out. But I grew up in, as I said, Stratford East London, went to an boys school, uh, um, you know, the area itself it, on a, a council estate, uh, very negative um, and Unfortunately, you know, sometimes you can be uh, become a product of your environment. And this was very much the case of, of what happened to me. I was always intelligent. Uh, however, I didn't necessarily apply it. So in school, uh, I, I left school with not really acquiring the grades that I know that I was capable of. So went to college, didn't really know what it is that I wanted to do. I think, uh, you know, in the UK especially, when leaving school, you're sat in front of a, a careers advisor, maybe for an hour or so, just to give you some form of guidance on what it is that you want to be. But I, I don't understand how such an important question can be placed upon the shoulders of uh, uh, someone at such a young age. Because I know the majority of people, well, the majority of people I know who, are, who I meet, you know, they're adults, 35, 36, you know, moving into the 40s, and yet they still don't know what it is that they want to do. So to place such responsibility on children is is pretty crazy. However, I ended up doing a, a media course. Uh, I lasted about a year, and I dropped out. I wasn't really that engaged. I just used college as a time for, you know, smoking weed, getting high, and, and women. Yeah, that, that, that was it. And so I left there. Again, didn't really know what I wanted to do. And I fell into a bit of a rut. In essence, I became a bum. So my, my daily routine would just be me waking up, say, midday, noon, smoking weed, eating, meeting with friends, going to a friend's house, smoking weed till late in the night. And, you know, and, and that were uh, late in the night, early in the morning. And that was my, my, my cycle of, of, of monotony. It was, it was, you know, day in, day out. There was no purpose. There was no ambition. There was no, uh, um, you know, no drive, no hunger. I was quite happy in that, in, in, in that experience. And, um, you know, the, to give you some, some insight to, to where I was. So, you know, I remember coming up to 18, 
something for a lot of people is quite a, a monumental stage in their life. You know, it's that moving to adulthood and, and for a lot of people, it means different things. So for a lot of people, it could be they have the opportunity to vote for which a, a lot of people, have, you know, have, have died for literally, you know, thousands, if not millions of people. Uh, for some people in the UK, it's the legal wage where you can go and have a drink. So it may be going having a drink with your friends at the local bar or, or pub or, or whatever it may be. But for me, my my eagerness to turn 18 and my excitement came about simply with the fact that I was able to receive government benefits, £40 a week. And that was, and I was, I actually thought I was winning. At the point where I turned 18, I went outside and I was like, well, he like free money. And, and, and that was where I was at. And so, you know, uh, Tony Robbins says it a lot. We often get what we expect from life. And that was my expectation. Forty pounds a week, and that was the the value that I had placed upon myself, and so this is what I then manifested in, in into the world. Um, and and as I said, this this cycle continued for for some time, but fortunately, I, I was found some somewhat of a lifeline from from my, my half brother on my dad's side. So he was working in the city within a health club, and he managed to to get me an interview for a position as a receptionist. I like to call it front of house because front of house makes it a bit more uh, acceptable. But in essence, I was just a receptionist. Uh, anyway, so I went for the interview, got the job. And that was kind of like the turning point in my life. And being able to escape my environment, to, to come away from, from my peers, to be immersed in a, a different space, having different conversations, having a different perspective of life, really started the, the, the seeds of possibility. And that, as I said, um, kick-started my growth and made me just see, see the wealth through new eyes. And the, the, the real transition came for me, the real turning point came about as a result of me beginning to read. And reading is always something that I associated with, you know, back at school and, and, and so I, I kind of steer clear from it. But for whatever reason, on the commute to work, I always used to see people sitting down and, and reading some form of book or what have you. And for whatever, I don't know what it was, I just had a, a grab, I just gravitated towards it. I, it resonated with me for whatever reason. And I remember walking to work and there was this bookshop that I always used to pass to and from work. And one evening I went in there, I thought, you know what, I'm going to go and buy a book. But before this time, I actually went to my, uh, I said to my friend, um, and, and I shared this idea. <laughs> I said, yeah, I'm, I'm going to start reading. He's like, Ryan, he goes, what the hell are you doing? He's like, you, you're smoking too much weed. You're going mad. Like, and this is to understand where we were collectively at at that time. That was our mindset. We was very closed. And anyway, I went into the shop and I, I was scouring through the, the, the different shelves. And there was this one book that stood out to me. And it was... Um, Killing Pablo, written by Mark Bolden. And so it's the life story of, of Pablo Escobar. And um, and so I thought, all right, if we're going to buy a book, it has to be a pretty cool book. And this was the before the time of the Narco series. This was like, you know, 16, 17 years ago, before he, he, he'd been glamorised by Hollywood and, and Netflix and what have you. And uh, I remember purchasing this book and it was on the way home, I started reading it. And the first chapter, I could honestly say that changed my life. And the reason why I say that is 
So the story of Pablo Escobar, he grew up in extreme poverty. So his mum had to still to, to, to buy trainers and clothes. They used to walk however many, however many miles to get to school and they had little to no opportunities. So growing up, he fell into crime, but it was petty crime, first of all. So he was just an ordinary, you know, street thug. But he had this vision. And he used to tell friends, you know, he used to see planes flying above him. And he used to tell, tell his friends, I'm going to have a plane one day. But his friends used to laugh at him, say, Pablo, you're mad, you're crazy, this, that, and the other. But he had this, this vision, this dream of him becoming more. And within his first chapter, it just gives a brief overview. And, you know, for him being... You know, an ordinary person. He then rose to extreme success, becoming by you know Forbes reported him as being the fifth richest man in the world at one point. And for me, I was like, shit. So coming from nothing with little to no resources, little education, not really much going on for you. He rose, given this negative vocation, negative industry, crime, he did a lot of bad things. However, he still had that mindset whereby he was going to transcend his current environment. He's going to transcend his current experience to become all that he could be. And before that time, I was always, I'd always considered success to be something that you was either born into, so, uh, you know, your, your family ties or what have you, or you had to be extremely lucky. And ne it never ever dawned on me that anyone can achieve success off of their own, um, uh, of their own back by applying, you know, various principles, their, their aptitude and, and, you know, and, and everything else. And so that's kind of where the, the penny dropped for me. And I was like, wow, so if he can do it in his chosen field, with my intelligence that I believe I have, um, you know, my, my, the self-belief that was now growing because of my change in my environment, surely I can, I can make something of my, uh, myself far beyond where I am now. And that was it. That was kind of like the, the turning point in my life. And because of that, I started, I kind of fell into personal development. Started reading uh, books like Unlimited Power on Tony Robbins. And, you know, sometimes the, the, inspiration for our lives can come from the most unlikeliest sources but for, for me I look at you know not everything's black and white and so we we can we can learn from everybody some everybody has something to teach but it's just being open to the teachings that they have to offer and I was very open to you know to Pablo's story and and that kind of kick-started my transformation um, and I'm not saying I made, you know, all, all my decisions were, were positive. So I, I got to the point where I was in the health club. I was doing extremely well. I became front of house manager within a year, operations manager within 18 months, acting club manager. And I was the youngest but highest paid acting manager within, within the region. How, however, I reached a, somewhat of a, a ceiling because I knew that even though I was doing extremely well from where I started, there was still, I was still at the bottom of the food chain. So in comparison to, to where I started out, you know, I was coming, it, the members that were coming to this health club, they were directors, they were lawyers, solicitors. So they were still earning considerably more than me. And so I took the decision to, to, to leave the, that organization. And initially I went to uh, join a friend who had a property development company. He was doing really well, but that didn't necessarily work out. And then I, I made a couple of wrong decisions. And I, I lived, uh, I succumbed again to my environment and lived a life that wasn't positive. I took the lower road because I believe this is the only way in which I was going to achieve my success. So therefore, 
I, I, I guess I was rebelling, but not necessarily in a positive way. And then the realization came to me that if I continued on this path, then it's only ever going to be one inevitable outcome. So a decision had to be made. And from working in the health club, I knew that I had a strong business acumen. In essence, I was running the business operations, even though I hadn't set it up, I hadn't founded the company. I was still responsible for meeting targets, generating revenues, personnel, team, hiring, firing, etc. So I had those that, that skill set. It was just about finding something that I could make my own and apply that to. So in the space of two, two, oh no, in the space of one week, two different friends not associated in any which way, mentioned to me about um, setting up a, a, a wheel clamping company here in the UK. And I was like, oh, it's a sign. Yeah, no, why would two people mention it to me? And at this point, I started developing somewhat of a, a spiritual uh, understanding. So I just did a bit of research and I decided to, to burn my ships and meaning that I had to go all in and make this a success. This is my chosen route in order for me to achieve what it is that I wanted to achieve. So I did the necessary, took the necessary action and just went in. And in the beginning, it was extremely tough, very, very difficult. But what I realized now looking back upon my journey is that the more I grew as an entrepreneur, the more skills and knowledge and insight that I acquired, the, that then reflected within my business. And, and, and the business has, has, has grown as I have. And so we're now at the point whereby from starting from nothing, just me, um, you know, clamping vehicles at the back of a car, we're now one of the UK's leading car park management companies. Uh, we employ around about 27 people to, uh, turning over millions of pounds on a, on a yearly basis. And, was up for various awards so last year we, we uh, reached the finals of the British Business Awards um, uh, we, we've uh, you know within the industry is, itself we, we've uh, you know we, we was uh, finalists as the parking provider of the year last year and so we, we're doing amazing things within with inside our industry and outside so we embrace a, a different perspective in sense of Business has traditionally been used to meet the needs of its shareholders, but now we're trying to distribute our profits more equally. So we've signed up to various social enterprises, giving back to um, a, a number of different um, campaigns and, and causes that look to you know, raise the standards of living for people, not just in the UK, but abroad as well in Asia. Um, and, and, and so, you know, we're doing some amazing things. I myself now um, have, you know, I, I will consider myself at a point whereby I'm now ready to give back and share the learnings of my journey. So I, I feature in various business publications, um, you know, uh, and newspapers. Uh, I was in Forbes this week um, and I've just released my book, The Success Rebellion. And so that really came about as a result of my journey and the principles that I've applied into my life to, to achieve the, the level of success that I have. And the, the title really stemmed from, you know, my rebellion. So I was always quite rebellious in a sense that I didn't want to ever use the, or take the conventional route. And because of social conditioning, our environments, sometimes we're, we're, um, we're, we're programmed to accept a reality as it is and not given the tools and uh, insight to be able to transcend that, 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 that environment and that experience. And so we, we continue to live our lives as a result of the consequence of life, not actually realizing we can dictate and create the life that we want. 
and so now I feel it's, it's my, my duty to be able to share the learnings that I've taken on board along the way in order to, in, in, to empower other people's lives for, so they can start to make change and break away from the, you know, break the shackles of, of limitation and, and self-doubt in order to create the life that, that, that they truly want. And so now I'm, I'm living in Bali. Uh, I have a, an amazing lifestyle here with my family and, um, you know, very much a million miles away from, from where I started out. But at the same time, it, it shows or demonstrates what can be achieved by applying the right principles in your life. And so this is really what the Success Rebellion is about, that you can create the life that you choose. Yeah, You know, your life is a blank canvas to do what, uh, you know, to do what you wish. And so with the, the right tools, the right skills and the right guidance, you can create the life that you want. And, and so the Success Rebellion is really about the blueprint of how you too can achieve that. Well, and you have provided an empowering example. I love it. I, you know, Thank you just you. love those Thank stories you. that mm -hmm. truly no one can hold their back, their past, their background as an excuse. You have now. And you... A hundred percent. And, and I, th I think that's what it's about. And it's one of the things I talk about within the, the, the book itself is that, you know, the, the, your future is actually encompassed within your past. So everything that you've experienced is necessary for you to become who it is that you need to be in order to deliver your life's work, your purpose, what it is that you're here to do. And so for me, I needed to, I guess, take that negative route to be able to connect with a demographic who wouldn't necessarily pick up a book on Tony Robbins, who wouldn't necessarily be drawn to somebody like Robin Sharma or, or maybe even Oprah Winfrey, whoever it may be. And so, you know, for me, going through the experience is necessary for, for, for me to be able to connect with individuals who may be going through the same experiences, but yet haven't found another viable route or option for them to achieve the success that they want to achieve. And so, you know, we, we have to embrace our past, not necessarily look at it as a negative, but look at it as a necessary experience for us to grow, evolve, and acquire the skill sets necessary to do our best work. To learn from it. Of course, of course, of course. Every, every experience is necessary in order for us to grow and evolve. Uh, and even the negative stuff, even COVID-19, what we're going through at the moment, it's necessary. It's a necessary part of, of involvement because out of this experience, so many positives would occur if we just take the time to listen and see what's actually happening rather than accepting the narrative of doom and gloom by the various media channels and the people around us. Yes. And as I listened to your story, it struck me that the one thing you never did was to quit or to give up. So whatever you go through, as long as you keep moving forward. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And, and, and for me, I am my purpose. I'm a creator. So, you know, I have an idea, I have a vision. Then it's about me implementing that vision, manifesting it into the, into this reality. And, if I'm not doing so, I feel stagnant, I feel stuck, I feel like I'm not honouring who it is that I am. And so, you know, we all have gifts, we all have skill sets, we all have special abilities that just come naturally to us. So it's about recognising what yours is and then applying that into your life. But what you said is, you know, from what you said, yeah, it's about 
it's about evolving it's about continuous improvement the japanese refer to it as kaizen so uh, uh, for me i just see it as for, for me it comes quite naturally but what a lot of people struggle with is that first step mm-hmm. is about because of fear procrastination through self-doubt they're not confident in actually taking that that leap of faith or that first step and moving forward but however small it is just that just taking that one what that one micro step would then lead to another which would then lead to another which then need to learn before you know it you've bank you've gained momentum and you start moving forward and so this is what it's about so you are helping people take that first step, that crucial first step. A hundred percent, because a, a lot of people would love, I wouldn't say everybody, but the majority of people would love to be able to, 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 to transcend where it is they are now. Would love to, to, to have, a, have a, a better life, whatever that, whatever that means. Would love to be successful. We all have different ideas of what success is. But what they don't know is, how to go about achieving yeah. that, what they need to do on a daily basis. So some of what I shared in a success rebellion just starts to, to get them to think about what they've been doing up until now and then gives them a new direction which they can then start heading towards. You use the word blueprint. Mm-hmm. So that's, it's, it's the steps. Anyone who's wondering, how do I change? You've been through that, and now you're sharing what you learned through your book and through your podcast, right? Yes, yes, 100%. So more say for the book. The, the podcast, podcast is just complementary to the movement, and it just allows me to uh, connect with individuals, just sharing their philosophy. So um, it's quite uh, sporadic in the, the sort of guests that we have on board, but generally it's focused on, on either business, alternative thought, um, you know, recently I've had, well, I shared a snippet from an interview that I had with Pablo Escobar's son because of his earlier inspiration in my life. Uh, and so, you know, we have uh, Dr. John Martini. He was the one of the original contributors to The Secret. Mm-hmm. Bruce Lipton we've had on as a guest. Uh, we've also had on uh, Richard Bandler, who was one of the founders of NLP. So, you know, we've some, had some really amazing guests on there, but it's really just to give people an insight to, to, to new ways of thinking, new ways of being. Also have Freddie Starr, who's a, um, a specialist in alternative history, and he, just giving some, sharing some insights on the, the true essence of who we are, as opposed to what we're told by mainstream historians or mainstream media. So it's important to understand and, and, and you know, do your research. And so I just want to, people to start thinking differently as opposed to what they've traditionally been taught by the mainstream. And that is so empowering. You know, it, it, start, it starts with our thoughts. We change yeah, our thoughts, we change our lives. Yes, a million percent, a million percent. Oh, I love it. So how do people contact you? So, um, yeah, so I can be contacted. My website is www.ryanjackson.org. Uh, so on there, you can find various links to um, my other social plat- uh, platforms. I'm on Instagram, The Success Rebellion. Um, also LinkedIn, you can find me under Ryan Jackson. Uh, the Success Rebellion book is available on Amazon. It's also av- uh, it's soon to be available on iBooks as well, as well as Audible. 
Um, so yeah, you know, check it out. As I say, I'm, I'm probably slightly biased because I wrote it, but reading back through it, it's, it's so so powerful, and would definitely provide people with the necessary guidance on how they can create more fulfilling lives and achieve what it is that they perceive as being success. I am fully prepared to believe just having experienced your energy, just talking to you these few minutes, I, I fully believe that book is going to, is very valuable. You. Thank you. Yes. No, it is. It, it is a, it is a powerful read. Um, and, and so I just hope that it, 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 um, allows others to to start to live, you know, inspiring lives as well, and living life in accordance to their their innermost desires and wants. Well, thank you so much because the world needs more positive energy right now. We need more positive energy. People with a positive mindset. Thank you, and you have it in in a massive amount. I'm I'm very impressed. No, appreciate. Yeah, and and you're right. It is. Um, it, you know, I released the book last month. And the timing couldn't be better just for the fact of what we're going through at this moment in time. Yes. And because of all, all the, the things that are happening in, in this world, as you say, it's necessary to have that, that positivity and to provide uh, people with uh, um, a, a roadmap of, of how they can change. With so many changes happening, especially with so many people leaving or losing their jobs, uh, and, and I don't necessarily think we, we, we've seen half of it as it is. It, it provides them with, you know, some form of hope of actually, you know what, that job wasn't really serving me. All right? It provided me with a level of income where I was able to survive, but it was never really providing me with what I needed to be who it is that I am here to be. And so, you know, sometimes, as I said, the negatives sometimes we don't necessarily see him and so you know, losing your job could actually be the best thing that's ever happened to you why because you have the opportunity to start again and it's only because comfort security that you probably fell into a job that you really never really truly enjoyed anyway you wasn't necessarily living your passion so now's the opportunity to do just that start living life in accordance to what it is that you desire and what really makes you happy and what you're truly passionate about. And what a precious opportunity that is. I've talked it to is. several people who have started their own business mm -hmm. and are much happier. No, yeah, no, most definitely. And, and, and I think this is it. You know, it, it's about coming away from mediocrity and, and, you know, start to actually consciously ask yourselves the question, am I happy in what it is that I'm doing? You know, I'm... I'm exchanging my, my time for money, but am I exchanging it in a way that really fulfills me? So these are the questions, the difficult questions, but these are the questions that we need to be asking ourselves. And you said one other powerful word early on, you said purpose. Mm -hmm. It gives us a chance to ask, are we living our purpose? One million percent, because many of us aren't. And so it's about you know, discovering what it is our purpose is and then start moving towards that direction. When you start to do so, the universe starts to unveil all these different opportunities and synchronicities and life begins to then start to become effortless and you're just moving that flow of, of, of opportunity. Ryan, thank you so much. I love your message. Thank you for sharing it with us. Appreciate it. Thank and you. And I'll have those I'll have those links on my website. Brilliant. You have a great day. Thank you very much and uh, thank you for having me on as a guest. Appreciate it. 
we have just concluded another episode of In Support of Families. If you enjoyed the show and found it valuable, we appreciate you leaving us a review or recommending us to your friends. For more helpful resources, visit our website at insupportoffamilies.com. Join us again next week. And thanks for listening.